Welcome to the Random Tea Agent Carter podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Janya. And today we're talking about season one, episode two, Bridge and Tunnel. Yay! That's awesome. Bridge and Tunnel. Where was there a bridge and where was there a tunnel? I don't know. I guess because she traveled a lot? Question mark, question mark. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, it was directed by one Joe Russo. Oh! <gasps> Who also is one of the directors of the second Captain America movie, Winter Soldier. Yeah, he was. So, there were so many Winter Soldier people. Captain America. Uh, the well, Captain America people. It continues. Oh, be- but wait. Because There's more? Uh, Eric Pearson is the writer, and he wrote the uh, screenplay for the one-shot, for the Agent Carter one-shot, and along with several other one-shots. They were determined for this to succeed. Yes. They were throwing all their good people. And he had some other writing credits, but mostly his he had done a lot of one-shots for Marvel. And the one-shots are great. Oh, yeah, they are. So, so and, yeah. Yeah, because the original thought, well, the marketing behind Agent Carter was, you know, this is just a, a mini-series. We're just going to throw that out there and see, see how what people like it. And yeah. people loved it. Yes. I loved it. Because it's awesome. So, yeah. it's, well, Haley's 50% of it. Oh, at least. Yeah. She's amazing. You know, without the way she's able to portray Peggy, yeah, it would not be the hit that it, it is. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. Marvel's so great at picking. Uh, I know when actors. they when they cast when they cast an actor, that person is because we all know Robert Downey Jr. really is Tony Stark. Is Tony Stark? You I'm pretty know. sure Dominic Cooper is is Howard Stark. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's he's uh, even though he's so much younger than Robert. Downey Although I gotta Jr. say, I do have some trouble reconciling the Howard we've met in Agent Carter and in uh, Captain America with Tony's asshole father that we've met later in the Iron Man. Yeah, films. but we don't know the whole story about Shit's what's happened. What's I happened know. in between? Yeah, so it's interesting. I mean, the government that he tried to help turned on him. Turned on him rather and, spectacularly. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. But you know what I would like to know? What would you like to know? I would like to know what our listeners think. Hmm. And how would they do that? They can send us an email at randomtpodcast at gmail.com. They can. They can. Anything else? They can let us know on Twitter uh, at randomtcasts. Uh-huh. Anywhere else? On Tumblr at randomtpodcast.tumblr.com. And what happens if they subscribe to us on Twitter and or Tumblr? They know the second we release shit. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, there's more. <laughs> if you go to randomteakpodcast.com, you will see all of our other podcasts. Yep. For only five additional payments of nine ninety nine nine ninety nine, Or, you know. Or no. for free. Or, you know, free. It's, it, yeah, it's free. Mostly it's free. Um, <laughs> I mean, you can pay us if you want. Yeah, but hey, we'll take it. Um, I haven't set up a donation button yet. No. <laughs> Give me time. It'll be there. Uh, but yeah, there's uh, there's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. that's on there. We're We're... Started with season three, and we might go back and do one and two. Uh, and then there's the MCU movies. Yep. Uh, started with Age of Ultron. And now and we're, we're doing them chronologically in release order, mm-hmm. um, but we're also, you'll see the new ones uh, sprinkled in what, what as they're we, released. We've done Age of Ultron, we've done Iron Man. And Ant-Man. And Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. Okay, and next we're going to do... Iron Man 2. Incredible Hulk. No, Incredible Hulk, Incredible and then Hulk. Iron Man 2. Then Iron Man 2. Okay. Yeah. And then oh. Thor... <laughs> You're just waiting for Thor. I'm so happy. It's okay. It's going to be a little while before we get to Winter Soldier. So. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be a long one. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> you can just sit back. I'll just, You'll just, I'll just yeah. let it go. You got it. I got it. It's, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> I've, I've read. I've, oh, God. Yeah, I read those comics. Anyway, yeah. um, speaking of comics, we've got Peggy. Yeah, we got Peggy. What is Peggy up to this week? Well, Peggy starts out at the automat and... Um, she is, which I hope we never lose. I know, and she, well, I we'll get into season two. I know yeah. stuff. Um, so she is listening to, and I think this is great because it's the Roxon Captain America Adventure Program. Oh my! So we're God. keeping up with Roxon, and so it is um, horrible to say the least because but it thinks that Peggy is. You know. Well, if you remember in Captain America, the first Avenger, the shows he was forced to do. Oh, the US, so, yeah. yeah. The USO, were, that was mm-hmm. so bad. This is no better. But no. I like that they kept the rock, rock, rocks on. Rocks on. Yeah. I was like, help me out here. I don't remember. Yeah, rocks on. There it is. I see it in my notes now. It's, it's a, 
It's continuity. Yeah. It's recognizable. But it also, it goes into even this goofy little adventure program about Captain America glosses over Peggy's importance. Because she's the nurse. She's the, which, first of all, platoons didn't have their own nurses that went with them into combat. Like, that's bullshit. Yes. Um, But yeah, she's the nurse and she needs, she needs rescuing. Such a damsel in distress. And she's so not. Yeah. Um, but it does sound like a typical, I mean, it's a typical radio show. It was very popular. Oh, yeah, yeah. Radio show, I mean, what's well, what serial, you, you know, oh, a serial yeah. radio show. So, uh-huh. yeah. My favorite was always The Shadow. Oh, God, The Shadow. Only The Shadow Those were knows. so cheesy. We're so cheese. Only The Shadow cares. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Angie sees that Peggy is looking for an apartment. And she's like, I've got a building for you. It's perfect. And um, because at this point she looks, she wants her to move in with her. She does. She sees. um, She translates for Peggy. What some of the ads really mean? You see that all the time in TV shows. I love Angie so much. I do adore her. And um, she keeps up with uh, Peggy. Yeah, she does. She catches her toe for toe. Yep. And so uh, Peggy does see uh, Colleen's obituary. Does she see it? Yeah. I didn't see that she saw yeah. it. Aww. And um, she's she tells Angie, she's like, I, I, I can't uh, go into your building because she's tr- she's trying. She's to, internalizing. She's everything. trying to protect Angie. She thinks she, she's trying to. protect. She thinks she is. And so um, then she goes to one of Stark's uh, penthouses uh, to meet Jarvis. And Jarvis says that it's private. And he says that it's like it's off the it's off their radar, and so Peggy says that she'll stay there for just one night. Oh, when she walks into that master bedroom, uh huh, and the sable <laughs> on the. <laughs> well, all I can think of is um, the movie. Is it the haunting? Yeah, with uh, Owen Wilson and mm-hmm. Catherine Zeta Jones and all of them. The mm-hmm. haunting, and there's that beautiful the beautiful bedrooms which those were really spooky, but just yeah. just that gorgeous room, yeah. and you're like, yeah, maybe one night. One night. It's the closet that that really hooked her in. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, Jarvis tells her that he's like, listen, I can't find anything relating to Leviathan in any of uh, Howard's files. Uh-uh. And um, so she has been chasing down the, um, the, the scar that she saw on Leet's neck right. and the blonde guy's neck. Yes. Um, and so she says no one in the last three years has had a throat operation matching what she saw on them like in new york in that area yeah and um so she's like listen their only lead is that milk truck she saw brannis get into and so um so she's gonna follow up on that because he had a whole truck full of those nitramine bombs right and we saw what one could do yes (laughs) one leveled that entire factory very bad yeah very bad so we go to our friend uh blondie green suit and he um he sends another message on his handy-dandy texting typewriter, <laughs> and he says that um, he's trying to track down Brannis. So he knows Leet Brannis is involved, and they're okay. two separate parties. Okay, yeah, so they both have, they both just ha- to, to make sure I've got this straight, mm-hmm. they both have the, the throat yeah. autopsy Y thingy. Yeah. But they're at odds with each other. Yes. But it would make you think that they were in the same team at some point. Yes. Okay. And Brannis is the one that warned her about Leviathan. Okay. And in that, it sounded like he wasn't with Leviathan. So is he the lesser of two evils? It's kind of looking that way. Okay. Because, yeah, because he said if Green Suit is here, then we're already dead. Yeah. So, um, so Green Suit gets, uh, he gets a message from whoever the hell he gets a message from. And they, um, they tell him that they expect results, which is basically what they told him last time is, I don't care, get it done. Do it. Do it. <laughs> so, um, Peggy shush- shoes Jarvis out of the penthouse, basically. Is this where she pulls the button thing? The button thing? Yeah, the, uh, this is where she, she's looking at his, um, uh, uh, Stark's, the closet. The closet, the clothes. Yeah. And so, um, cause Jarvis wants to go with her and she, she's like, yeah, honey, you're, you're no, Just, you're no. kind of a liability. Jarvis, no. Jarvis, no. And he's like, but I was helpful. Um, <laughs> and so she's like, no, no, no. I can use the Viterator detector that she stole from SSR. Yep. To, she can find the milk truck. And so um, Jarvis is like, but you might be spotted. And she's like, mm-hmm, yeah, anyway. The art of disguise. 
Um, Which we already know she's good at with the blonde wig thing. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, so yeah. So, Tony's shenanigan closet full of God knows what might be helpful. It's, it's the role-playing closet. It Call is. it what it is. It is. We, we are listed as... Did I say Tony? I think, <gasps> I, call, I think I called him Tony. That's twice in two podcasts. Yeah. I gotta you put are money in the jar. Two. I gotta put money in the jar, man. So, yeah, Howard... Which, let's face it, Tony probably rolls that way, too. Yeah, it's true. Uh, so, it's the role-playing closet. <laughs> it is. <laughs> He's into that kind of thing. At least 12% of a closet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, we go back to Green Suit, and he um, he gets orders to uh, to track down Brannis. And um, he finds him through one of the uh, buyers of whatever Brannis is selling. And so... Um, this this nice little man gets his his uh, hand pinned down to the table with with a with a knife. Um, Ouch! Yeah, and so he uh, he questions the guy, but he does it. He has these cards uh, written out to ask him questions. Oh yeah, because he doesn't talk, and so um, and if we're assuming that green suit is like Brannis, he requires that thing. Maybe to he doesn't talk. have one. Maybe he doesn't have one, or he doesn't want to. Or it's gotten broken. I don't or... know. Uh, maybe they felt like they made a mistake. Maybe the brand, maybe Brannis got one independently. Maybe so that he could talk to people. Maybe, maybe it's a method of keeping the whole, their agents right. Because it's the whole point is to keep them from talking. Yeah, maybe just spilling that's how, the secrets. Exactly, that's how they make their keep their agents. So from, you know these pre-printed cards. But my thing is, well, what if the guy gives a response that, that doesn't jive with we your need card? A, we need to follow. I don't have a response for that. <laughs> I don't have a card for that. Can I have a pen? <laughs> well, I guess you could do that. Yeah. But then you can track the handwriting. So. Yeah. So uh, the guy does not know who Leap Brannis is. And so um, he asks, uh, he asks, I'm presuming this is some kind of a mob guy, some kind of criminal. Um, well, they're not nice. Well, yeah. I mean, nobody's buying weapons on the black market for, you know, orphanages. No. So uh, so he asks him about the nitramine. I saw that episode of Leverage. Yeah. He he uh, asks about the nitramine, and um, the guy's like, "Listen, that was too much for me. I didn't I didn't want to go anywhere near that." And he said, "But another guy, um, Gino DeLucia, or DeLucia, or whatever, he um, he had no problem with the fact that the nitramine was um, much too hot to handle. Literally, well, yeah. And so um, Green Suit." checks his notebook and he has Gino's address already. Apparently he was chasing down several of these buyers and the guy ends up dead for his trouble. Ouch. Yeah. And we, we, he walks out and we see that he killed the ladies, the man's wife too. Oh, so not a nice guy. Green suit. Rude. He's not good. No, I don't like him. And so now we get role play Peggy. I love role play. She's so great. So she she goes to the uh, the milk company and she goes undercover. Um, she wears the lab coat and she pretends that she's a health inspector, and she's so sassy. And she's just like, let me just you know, she's just barreling through like I'm going to inspect this stuff. And well, she's almost exactly the opposite of the blonde. Yeah, from the last episode. The last episode, she was a little more demure. She was silly. Yeah, and here she is. She's all all business, and yeah. she's got a clipboard, and she's yeah, good to go. Yeah, and so she's going to um, she's going to inspect the trucks because they've got they've gotten complaints, and if she finds one, uh, what is it like one one uh, cheap piece of cheese where, where it's not yogurt should be or something, something like that? Yeah, yeah. and so uh, she, what she's really doing is checking for the Vita rays. Or looking for a missing truck. Yeah. And so it turns out that there is a truck missing. And he's like, yeah, one of my drivers uses it to commute. Uh, this guy, Sheldon McPhee. And um, he's been out sick for the last two days. Uh-oh. da da And so, uh, so this is when we go to Roxon and the refinery has been completely imploded. And Dooley is there. Um, and he, he wants all of it, everything that's left brought to the SSR. And it reminded me of Bones wanting, yeah, yeah, take it all to take the Jeffersonian. Take it all to Jefferson. Jeffersonian. <laughs> so he calls um, Thompson and Krasminski in, and he's like, um, he has already jumped to the conclusion that something Stark came up with did this. This is not something they've seen, and he's not wrong. He's not wrong. It's it's something weird, and Stark must be behind it, or Stark technology must be behind uh, it. Yeah, it, it is. So he's they're going to look for clues. Yeah. 
And so um, uh, Thompson and uh, Dooley are going to go actually to Roxxon and talk to uh, the exec. And Krasminski gets the fun job of tearing apart the big mass of metal and trying to find some clues. Good, because I don't like him. Yeah, that's about all he's good for. Yes. And they kind of tell him that. <laughs> They're not nice to Krasminski either. There's this scene later about the truck. Yeah, we'll get to yeah. That's probably my favorite one. So, um, so uh, Peggy checks in and she gets McPhee's address um upstairs at the ssr and so she gets uh she wants Sousa to cover for her yeah she's got some personal business to take care of um and this is just when they drop off the pictures from the club the pictures that she uh the blonde might be might Mm -hmm. be photographed in and so um and god i love Sousa. he's he fills her in on what's going on like she doesn't already know because he has no idea he's the only one that tries to he fails miserably, but he still puts some effort into treating her like a fellow agent, like not an actual a secretary. Agent. Yeah, and um, so he tells her, like, you know, there's this blonde woman that we're looking for, and we think she might have been in the pictures. And um, this is when um, Krasminski interrupts them, and um, so she she wants to see the pictures obviously she's like so trying bad. to be all ca- she's wanting to know if she's in the picture trying to be all casual about it but uh she gets called in Dooley's office and um so she she or she goes into Dooley's office and she wants to tell Jarvis that hey you need to get rid of that car that was that was you know at the yep. refinery because they she finds out that they've got the they've got the lump yeah, <laughs> the lump o metal, which I don't know how the hell they got it there, and apparently the SSR has a giant basement. Of course they do. So you know, um, and because she figures that um, it would be covered in vita rays, and yes. so the same way that she's trying to track this truck, yes, the car can be tied to. But she also realizes I don't think she knows about the bumper herself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's covered in vita rays and so she she tells jarvis that um she she t- fills him in on the fact that you know there's this driver that's missing um and so but there's something at the ssr that she has to take care of before she goes and tracks this guy down which mm-hmm. is the pictures yes and so this is when um thompson and Dooley go visit the ceo of Roxon, one hugh jones who is a slimy slimy man oh. and this man has been in everything he's been in so much stuff this actor who is he I don't know, but he's been in a ton of stuff. <laughs> I know on, com- on, not Comedy Central, on Cartoon Network, uh, he's newsreaders. He's one of the grumpy old people on newsreaders. But he's he's a really, he's a well-known comedic actor. Um, I'll find him. And so this guy makes it clear that he's like, listen, um, Stark tried to buy him out. And Howard ended up sleeping like, with his wife to get to him. Oh, and I'm like, that's damn, always Howard, that's low. Howard will go anywhere his dick points him. Well, you know, that's how he operates. And so, um, he was, he, he wasn't married at this point. That's what changed him. Yeah. Yeah. Maria. That's the difference. Which I hope we see that. I hope we see him meet her. That would be nice. In Agent Carter. And, um, I would we like can that. kind of see the beginning. Cause I thought about that too. I thought, oh, this is pre-marriage. So I gotta, you know, if he pulled the shenanigans when he was married, that's, that's a, a different animal entirely oh absolutely so um so the guy thinks that t- that howard um i almost did it but i didn't <laughs> um howard uh oh yeah he's that guy blew up his factory because he couldn't buy it who is he ray wise yeah and he's in everything uh reaper he was uh portrayed united states secretary of state in the 20th century fox production of x-men first class Oh, so he's been in Marvel. He's one of the few actors to portray uh, characters for both Marvel and DC Studios. He portrayed Alec Holland in Swamp Thing and voiced Perry White in Superman Doomsday. Ah. So let me look him up on IMDb real quick. But he... he wants to know why they're even talking to him because he thinks it's pretty pretty, uh, clear-cut that Howard Stark is behind this. He wouldn't have blown up his own refinery. And so um, they're like, oh, no, 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 we're not investigating you. We're just, we're just talking. And um, so he says that, uh, he tells them that, Jones tells them that Stark's Vita Ray research um, could have caused an explosion like that. 
because he, he kind of knows the technology that Stark's been working with. And so he brings the Vita Ray around to the actual investigation. So Peggy no longer has quite the leg up that she had before. Okay, I've, I've got him. Okay. Uh, he was in How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, he's been in everything. Uh, for several episodes. He was in Mad Men. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in Perception. Oh, cool. Which I don't remember him being in Perception, but he was in Perception. He was in Big Ass Spider. Oh, well, that's... Well, you know, there you go. Big um, Ass Spider. The Mentalist, Rizzoli and Isles. He was in an episode of Criminal Minds. Yeah. Um, NCIS. He's one of those that he's just in stuff. <laughs> Mr. Sunshine, Chuck. He was in three episodes of Chuck. Okay. He was in Wilford. Um... Hawaii Five O. He was in an episode of Castle. Yeah, yeah. He's numbers. <laughs> Good you God. name it, he's been on it. What is he not in? I know. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. He's he's a character actor too, and he's he plays that kind of slimy. But he's so good at he's it. He's so good at it. Um. So we go back to the SSR, and um, Peggy is uh staking out Suze's desk, and she <laughs> she's circling it like a shark. No. And so she waits until he leaves, and she uh, she's going to break into his desk, except for then his phone rings. and uh, It's so tense. I know, I know. And she hides she hides under the desk, and then uh, Susan comes back and answers the phone, and he's, he's like, no, I don't know where she is. Well, somewhere in there, she snuck over behind her, I guess, her desk. She crawls back behind her desk, and then she pops up like, well, oh, he's on the, the phone. whole time. <laughs> and she's eating. Yeah, she's like, what? I was here the whole time. <laughs> And <laughs> the look on his face, like, um, what? And so, <laughs> and so it's Dooley calling for her. And he, um, he tells Peggy to get the, uh, Vita Ray de- detector from the Project Rebirth file, <laughs> which she already has. Yeah, she, yeah, well, she talks to him and you just yeah. hear her side of the conversation. Uh-huh. She's like, yes, sir. I have just the thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Which I will say. Dooley actually did ask her because she was the one involved in Project Rebirth. Yes. So, I mean, it's little, but it's something. He's not beyond, you know, using his resources when he knows it's there. Yeah. So. Yeah. And so, uh, Peggy brings the stuff to the Roxxon Company, and um, Dooley tells her that they're going to start scanning employees to see who might be involved. And so, um, their idea is that Stark has somebody on the inside that helped him. (gasps) Oh! Da, da, da. Dun, da, da. And so the they thick would plotins. They would there you go, and they would have Vita rays on them. So obviously, is this where she runs to the bathroom? Yes. Okay. And so she scans herself, and um, she realizes that um, it's not on actual her person or her clothes, but it's still on her wristwatch. And so she has to she has to. Throw she it says, away. "Sorry, Nana. Sorry, Nana." Mm. And so I'm like, I would just oh. went and put it back in my desk. Well, there it rocks on. But I would oh. come back for it once they did all the shenanigans yeah. later. She could have come back for it. But anyway, um, but basically Peggy's there so she can scan the female employees because it wouldn't be proper to let Horndog Thompson do it. Well, it absolutely would not. So there you go. So um, they go back. She goes back outside and they start scanning the employees. And she sees the guy that she used the flash on the previous episode, the scientist that was working with Brannis. And so she knows him, but they don't find any radiation on him. And so and then a light bulb appears over her head. Yeah. And so she's like, oh, do they wear these clothes to work? They wear, do she they wear uniforms. She notices they're in the, the, the lab coats jumpsuits. and stuff like that. And so she wants to scan the, um, their actual clothes that they wore to work. And um, Dooley's like, yeah, that's not a bad idea. And as soon as the scientist, whose name is Miles Van Ert, I, I couldn't find anything on a Van Ert. Yeah. And so he um, he realizes what's going on and he runs for it. And I love this sequence because it really shows oh my Peggy versus the, the men. And uh, Thompson and Dooley go chasing. But Peggy calmly is like, do they stairs go downstairs? Well, she, uh, she's, where does that lead? He says, yeah. down to the lobby. She says, uh, staircase. And he just points over there. And she does, she just calmly walks. Walks down and she gets downstairs and she takes a briefcase trips him up like nothing it was hilarious and i'm just like how can you not recognize this woman's skills i know she's so good i it's 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 insane yeah and so uh they they bring uh vanner back to the ssr 
and um, he's going to be interrogated by oh, Thompson and Dooley. And um, this is the Bullock style of interrogation, yeah. by the way. And so he doesn't want to talk. So, um, so Dooley goes out and he leaves him with Thompson, and he goes talks and talks to Peggy and Sousa. And they watch as um, we see Thompson's method is just beat the crap out of him. Oh, he's beating him with a stick. Yeah. As, as threatened. Yeah. By the way, was yeah. there was the stick didn't have a carrot on the end of it. Or there it was did some not. carrot joke. stick. There was, yeah. yeah, there was some yeah. joke with that. Yeah. And Thompson thinks he's way more witty than he actually is. Well, and we see another piece of of Car- uh, Peggy using. Uh, her womanly wife I don't know what to call it the fact that she's a woman yeah to her advantage um at this point because Dooley says to her uh why don't you take off you a, shouldn't have to watch woman this. shouldn't have to watch this and she's and so, like okay I have things to do anyway yeah and so she goes to the automat and apparently that's their rendezvous point because Jarvis is going to pick her up and mm-hmm. um Angie's like I gotta I got well the they perfect- have the set yes exactly and so I, Angie's like I have an apartment for you and Peggy's it's perfect Peggy looks at her like okay I'm trying to stop you know bombs and stuff don't have time for this and she says it's right it's in my building it's right next door to me it has its own bathroom that's key that's a big selling point and um it's right next door to Angie and so Peggy's like no I, I really... Well, she says to her, I wouldn't be a very good... Well, because Angie's like, well, you know, it's a great place, so mm-hmm. I can only suspect that it's me. Yeah. And Peggy says to her, I wouldn't make a very good neighbor. Yeah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Peggy, stop. I'm like, please hug Angie now. And so uh, Jarvis comes, and they leave, and they are going to visit this Sheldon it's, McVie guy. It's hilarious because she walks out to the car, he jumps up, starts to run around the car, and she goes, too late, opens the car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love Peggy so much. It's like, he's trying, and she's like, nope, not yeah. going to happen. And it's so She funny. has no shame. It's so funny, because Jarvis is so eager, because he's like, he's so happy to be just involved. But that's what butlers do. That's he's true. trying to buttle. He's trying to buttle, and she just wants nothing. She of it. will not let him buttle. No. He went to school for this. He did. He buttled. You know he did. Butler school. We had that conversation. We did. And so, um, so Jarvis is just really happy to be included in this, because. He kind of, you know, didn't didn't anticipate this because she kind of shut him down with the milk truck uh, investigation, and so he tells her that he got rid of he got rid of the car, and um, so she's like, we really need to get to this Sheldon guy before uh, the SSR does. He's like, you need to hurry because the scientist is not going to hold out very long, and so they're going to get the information out of him. Oh, yeah. And the thing, you know, Jarvis' idea of hurrying along is not going to be a whole lot. (laughs) Jarvis is so careful. And you can tell he's one of those guys that he's like, oh, no, no, the speed limit is 35. Yes. We can't go 36. And Peggy's just like, just get there. <laughs> um, so, so Thompson does, in fact, get the name out of, uh, out of the scientist, including Leet Brannis' name. So, um, so now they know Leet Brannis and they know Sheldon McPhee. And so they, uh, they're, they're trying to look for Brannis, but they're not, they're not finding any references to him. No. Um, and so Dooley, of course, is like, they're working for Stark. Because that's his default. Well, Stark sure. That's what they're working on. So. Yeah. And so Sousa gets McPhee's address, just like Peggy did earlier. Um, and they're going to go bring him in. So uh, this is when we see. They're going to give it a shot. Yeah, this is when we see Green Suit go after the second mob guy, Gino. Yes. And uh, he, he, he kills him and all his little goons. He's just going to kill everybody. He's Yeah, he's not a nice guy. No. Mm-mm. Not a nice guy. He does guy. not deserve the green suit. He does not. No. It's a snazzy green suit. That's yeah, true. And so um, this is when uh, Peggy and Jarvis show up at McPhee's house. And um, she says she tries to send Jarvis home. Well, she's like, you know, you can get home in time to catch the end of um, Benny Hill. I Benny think. H- no, some or no, whatever it was. Yeah, because it's eight o'clock, Sherry. No, no seven, seven o'clock, o'clock Sherry. Eight, eight o'clock, o'clock, Benny Hill. Is it Benny Hill? Mm-hmm. I thought it was some other show. Mm-hmm. Benny Hill's guys. I just don't see somebody like Jarvis watching Benny Hill. It's so British, though. It's so British. I love me some Benny Hill. Man. Yeah, it's so naughty. Yeah. Benny Hill. Um, okay, yeah, she, she's like, well, if you leave now, you can catch the end of Benny Hill. Yeah. So. 
So, yeah. And so um, she, she uh, sees the milk truck and it's the one with She's the bombs. She's like, I, I have a ride. Yeah. I have a ride. You can go home. And it's the one with all the bombs inside. And so she sneaks in and she finds um, she finds McPhee listening to the radio program. Oh, dear. The Captain America program. Her, she is so done. And I love how this is uh, cut together with the show and her having the fight with him. So I really like how they cut this together and um, you see the show um, and you see the guy making all the fighty noises. The fighty noises. And um, and it's also cut in with her beating the shit out of this McPhee guy. And did you notice that Captain America is this wormy little cute guy with glasses? He's adorable. And he's just a big Captain he's America so voice. so freaking adorable. He's precious. And so, yes, this is... Um, if we have any supernatural fans, this is uh, one of the one of the guys from the uh, the supernatural convention episode. Yes, he's the one that that was dressed up as Dean. Yes. So I thought that was I thought that was interesting because I noticed hilarious. him right away. I'm trying to find his name, but yeah, yeah, you because I was like that's not quite, but he was much older. Yeah. Um, and we did confirm that it is him. He's yeah. The one. Oh gosh, uh, he plays. He, he's cosplaying Dean. Yes, he's cosplaying Dean. And uh, the one who's Sam mm-hmm. is his boyfriend. Turns out it's his boyfriend mm-hmm. at the end of the show. It's so great. And it's really... And so it was good to see him again, even though he was a bad guy. I, it, it would take and me five years to find what the actor's name is right now. Peggy but beat his ass. So much. And, okay, so again, I'm watching this and I'm thinking, five foot five, 101. Bullshit. 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 No way. Yeah. She would have broken her arm. Because she, there's like this one point where she takes her elbow. And she, yeah. And bashes his elbow. Deca- not decapitating. Um, Demobilizing. Immobilizing. Yeah. I, I don't know. Pick a word. Something, any word. One of it those. won't work no more. Yeah. His arm. And I'm <laughs> he, like. She gives him an ouchie. I was like, I'm trying to think. 101 pounds. She, her, she would break her own arm doing that crap. Yeah. Yeah, because he's a, he's a, he's a big guy. He's a guy. big guy. And she, so she knocks his ass out and she handcuffs him to a chair. And I'm just like, so this Peg, is great. So she pulls off of her tool belt yeah. some handcuffs. Of course. Woman on the go. Where was, did she have, have, have tucked into her knee highs or something? You never know with know. Peggy. That's true. And It's so, in the bra. It's in the bra. Everything Twin is City in the Bank, bra. Man. Twin City Bank. And so um, this is, of course, when Leet Branagh shows up and he tries, he tries to steal the milk truck right out from under her. And um, it won't start. It, but it, but it won't start. Why won't it start? Because uh, Jarvis has fixed it to where it won't. He removed the what was it carburetor? Uh, no, it was no. A it can't tiny, be the carburetor. No, carburetor's a big old chunk of metal, like a spark plug or something like that. He's holding it. Looks like a bowl. So I don't know. Yeah. what I'm. I don't even play a mechanic on TV. So and so, Jarvis is like, oh, I'm sorry. Did, did I? Uh, I helped, right? And he's so he proud wants of himself. To help so bad. He's so proud of himself. And um, so Peggy's like, you did good. And she's like, put it back in and um, <laughs> put it back, Jarvis, yeah, put it back, Jarvis. And um, so she she wants to try to get Lee to go to the SSR, which at this point, I don't think she's thought that through. No, because she'd have to explain how she got him. Yeah. But she tells him that the SSR can offer him protection um, if he talks to them. And he um, he tells her with his little fun uh, party trick. Um, yeah, because she pulls it out of his pocket. Yeah. Which, because she's talking, she's holding the gun to his head, and she's asking him the questions. And she's like, and she's like oh, oh, crap. Yeah. And so, um, it turns out that he used to work for Leviathan. Well, obviously. Yeah. And so, um, they sent him to steal uh, all of Stark's crap, but then he took it and uh, decided to become an independent contractor <laughs> and to sell it himself. So, that's who... I saw- that's who green shirt, green suit works for. Yeah, is Leviathan. right. And I can understand why green suits, why he would be dead. You, you betray, you turn your back on somebody like Leviathan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leviathan does not sound nice. Does not. Mm-mm. Kids don't try this at home. And so at this point, like I was thinking, Leviathan is like a sea monster, which could look a lot like Hydra. Which so I, I was kind I'm of guessing it's a Hydra esque. Pre, not precursor yeah. because at this point Hydra's already established, isn't it? Mm-hmm. No, because Shield's not established. Yeah, Hydra's established. Oh, that's right, Hydra. Yeah, because oh, that was during. Gosh. Okay. Yeah, yeah Red Skull. Right. Yeah, uh, Hydra predated. So at this point, Shield. I wasn't sure if because I think Shield were... was created because of Hydra. Yeah, 
So I wasn't sure if at this point um, Leviathan was an offshoot or what. So I wasn't sounds sure like what it. the connection, but I was like, mm, all right, that sounds a lot of, that sounds kind of Hydra-y. <laughs> Hydra-esque. And so. <laughs> it's a cutoff head is what it was. Yeah, exactly. And so um, Jarvis goes in to get Sheldon McPhee, but um, to bring, to bring him with them. But um, Brannis is like, I'm not talking for shit until I get a better, um, a better promise of protection. Yeah, that's all he cares about right yeah. now. He just wants protection. Because he knows he's he dead he otherwise. Yes. And so... Um, so this is some serious business. Yeah. So Jarvis comes back and he's like... Mm, um, oh, he went to go get McPhee. McPhee. Yeah. yeah, McPhee ex- escaped. And so they decide, they're like, whatever, we're just going to cut our losses and get out. And so they they um, they drive the, the milk truck away. <laughs> um, so are you comfortable back there? Yeah. Jarvis is like, no. <laughs> This was this the smell of stale milk is helping to remind me that I'm or helping to distract me from the fact that I'm sitting back here with all the bombs or something. Yeah, I can't remember yeah. what he said. It was Jarvis. It was so ass. funny. Well, I guess this is where the bridge comes in because um, they go underneath the bridge and and green suit jumps onto the truck from the bridge. Oh, OK. Um, and of course, he's shooting. Through the through the roof of the truck, which Much is a Jarvis, great idea. Just chagrin. Jarvis is like, stop shooting. <laughs> and so Peggy does what anybody would do, and so she climbs up, and you know she's gonna she climbs out the door and she shoots at him because she's stop Peggy, shooting at the bombs. She's Peggy fucking Carter, and um, <laughs> so um, Jarvis has a shotgun, and so he's firing up because that's actually like you know safer. <laughs> so, of course, at this very moment, Thompson and Julie are headed toward McPhee's house, and they find him running down the road. Oh, that scene was so fucking funny. <laughs> because he's just, he's kind of like plodding along, because he's still handcuffed still tied to the, the chair. chair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, um, they just kind of pull up beside him like, what you doing? <laughs> well, they pull up, and he's, <gasps> and he just sits down on the chair. And so, so you, the, sh- the way the scene is shot through the front windows of the car, you've yeah. got Thompson driving, <laughs> Dooley in the passenger seat, and then you see McPhee sit down tied to his chair on the other side, like they're lined up. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It's just... It's he's, great. He's just like, fuck. Thank you, Russo. <laughs> Thank you, so Joe. beautiful. <laughs> and so, of course, um, Peggy doing what the next logical step in this fight is, is to climb on the roof and fight him yourself. Well, of course. What else are you going to do? Yeah. And so, um, but oh, a shot goes off and it ends up hitting uh, Brannis. And ouch. Yeah. So Jarvis ends up having to drive and one of the bombs falls on the floor and it gets triggered and it's like shit's about to go down. And so um, we go back to Dooley and Thompson in the car with McPhee. So now they're all in the car. Yeah. And so they're going to head back to the SSR. And um, so they're like. We know you're involved with this Brannis guy, and they're like, you really need to cooperate. And so I keep thinking, this guy has seen Peggy. This guy has seen Peggy. Mm-hmm. And he knows all about her. And so I'm like, because uh, I'm just worried about Peggy right now. I know you are. At this point. I'm like, oh, God, she's going to get caught. And so um, we go back to our super fun milk trip. Is, is that? Milk truck. Yeah. Is, is that when they're in the car like that? Didn't they say something, ask him about, ask him for an explanation or something? And he was like, you wouldn't believe me. He was like, about what? Well, you know, it's actually pretty obvious, isn't it? <laughs> and so um, Peggy's able, they're, they're continue to fight as the, as the truck careens around. And um, we're all going to die. That's the end of the show. It's yeah. over. And so as uh, they struggle, he does drop his hotel key. And um, as they're driving along, so that's, so that's, that's important. It was, it was Green Suits yes. Hotel Key. Okay, yes. I kind of, I must have like walked out of the room yes. for a second or something. And so um, they fight and they, uh, they, they are able to, um, Peggy's able to get Jarvis and Brannis off the truck as it careens off the road and it goes into a, a, a lake, I guess. Is it the Hudson? I, I don't know. Or New York. I, I got the impression that it was more like a lake. Are there lakes around New York? Sure. <laughs> sure. This episode says there are. And so um, it does explode in the water, and um, it's it's quite a big explosion. It's big enough that Thompson and Dooley see it. And so um, 
uh, Brannis is n- not doing well. He's probably going to die. And so um, Peggy's trying mm. to get information out of him at the last minute. There's. It could be really, Jersey, though. There's not really any lakes. It's a lot. But there's a lot of water. Okay. I mean, it is an island. It's some kind of body of water. Well, it, of course, this is this is New York state that i'm looking at so yeah. it's all water i don't yeah. see a lake per se so. eh, whatever semantics um and so peggy's just trying to get information out of brannis before he dies she's eye on the prize man <laughs> like she's yelling at he's laying on the ground he's bleeding out he's got a major head mm-hmm. he's been shot and he's got bloods everywhere and i'm like dude he can't talk uh, yeah because his little his little uh mechanism is broken yeah and um so she, he he is able, which I thought that was impressive. Like, okay, so he's on his back, and he's drawing a symbol with like his thumb. It was like a heart. Yeah, with some with some like squiggly and lines like a, in the middle of it. Uh, so no heart is you know it's yeah. like a, a it looked like, like kind of like an Atilda. Yeah, yeah, Atilda in the middle of a heart. So did he negate the heart or I, I don't know, but I was just impressed that he had the that he could actually draw it as injured as he was yeah. to have the wear cuz like he dies. Yeah, cuz as soon as that he dies. And so we hear sirens in the distance and um Peggy does she uh obliterates the drawing immediately and then they get the fuck out of there. Fuck this shit I'm yeah. out. Yeah, her and her and Jarvis are able to get out. Um I wasn't quite sure about logistics, though, because didn't they leave the car at um, McPhee's? Yeah, at McPhee's house. I guess. So I don't know if they ran back and got it. Jarvis? I don't know. So whatever. Let's just ride around the corner anyway. Yeah. So um, later we see uh, Thompson and Krasminski. um, They're going to look at the crash site, um, which is the site of the explosion. And um, they find a... They find... Uh, women's footprints near Brannis's body. Yep. And so they, they're like, oh, this must be the blonde that that was in the club. Well, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. And uh, Sousa is the one that finds... Yeah, because he's like, what are you doing? Because he's yeah. like way off. Yeah. Sousa finds the hotel key that Green Suit dropped. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I like Sousa. I like Sousa a lot. Um, And so uh, remind me, I want to talk about Sousa and Thompson... At the end of the episode. Well, you know what I want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? Unofficial natural fandom fragrances. <gasps> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we almost completely forgot about our sponsor, and we cannot do that. No, we'll, we can't. We'll, we will return you to your regularly scheduled program. In a moment. In momento. But, yeah. They are, um, they're fragrance sprays. They're not perfumes, but they are, um, made with essential oils and really nice essential oils. Yes. Very high quality. All natural. Yeah. And they put, they put the blends together in such a way that they each blend offers some kind of a benefit. Yes. Like, um, anti-anxiety or, um, Moriarty or, um, uh, Cassiel. It helps with cold symptoms. Yep. Uh, Mm -hmm. Sam Winchester, uh, promotes happiness. Yes. So um, they have like so many fandoms. Yeah, they're they're all based on uh, specifically characters. Yes, from different fandoms. They have the 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 crowning crowning three. Yeah, uh, the big three. The big three: Doctor Who, Supernatural, and Sherlock. Uh, they've got scents for all three of those, but they also have Disney princesses. They have uh, Star Wars, Hogwarts houses, Hogwarts. They just came out with Dumbledore. Yes, I'm excited. I ordered one. Uh, I got one coming too. Yeah, uh, they they've got some limited editions right now. Of the they brought back Hermione's Yule Ball. Yeah, they've got some winter scents. They um, just released White Walker. It's big, and White Walker comes in a blue bottle. It is awesome looking. It's it is so pretty. Spearmint, peppermint. And wintergreen um, and wintergreen winter and is winter com- is coming. Winter is coming. Yeah. Oh, it's looks because most of their their bottles are the the amber, which yeah. is what you're supposed to keep essential oils in. It blocks the light from making the yes. essential oils go all skunky, which you nobody wants that. No. So, uh, and they're about two ounce. They're they're two ounce bottles, mm-hmm. and they start at four dollars. Yeah. And they're they're different prices, and you make well, why aren't they the same price? Well, because the the oil the essential oils that goes into them have different pricing and they right. wanted to make them as affordable as possible yeah um they're not in this to get rich no and this is this is for nerdy people by nerdy people 
It is, and they are fans of this stuff. And we're working on talking them into some Marvel. Yeah, uh, they've are. got some, they've got a few DC characters. They haven't quite hit the Mar- Marvel circuit, but if you write into them and tell them you want Marvel, I they get enough smell people. Like <laughs> you, I know you do. I want to smell like Bucky. I so. know you do. <laughs> as long as we got that understood. Yeah. So, or just smell, I just an want to. I just want to smell Bucky. We can have an anti-hero bundle. <laughs> Ooh, yes. Yeah. I'm going to talk to her about that. Um, but they make great gifts. If you've got somebody who's really into a fandom and you don't know what to get them, this yeah. will make a great gift. Um, they're on Etsy. Um, they're on and Etsy. We have, we have a link to their store, both in the show notes for this particular episode and on our homepage. Absolutely. And... Most importantly at all, if you use our code RANDOMTPODCAST, there's no S on the end of that, you will get 10% off $5 or more. Yep, you sure will. Absolutely. So check them out, guys. We love them. If we didn't love them, we wouldn't be telling you about them. So Seriously. Check them out. I smell like Hermione's Yule Ball. Do ya? Yeah. I, I got nothing. I took a shower. Okay. Well, fine then. So I smell like nothing. <laughs> I didn't even do my lotion, and now I feel bad, so... I'm telling on myself. I apologize. So there you go. So what's Jarvis up to? So um, Jarvis is... Uh, See what I did there? Yeah. So <laughs> Look over there. He's patching Peggy up at the at the penthouse. Isn't he, though? And so I'm just like... He's a handy butler. He's... And it's so funny to me because we're given... We're given the fact that um, in, the, in the radio program, Peggy's the nurse because nursing is woman's work. And now here we see Jarvis nursing Peggy because Peggy was the one that was fighting. Yes. Peggy was the... It's that role reversal. It's so great to see. But it looks... It's so seamless. Yeah. To call it a role reversal almost makes me feel bad. Yeah. Because I don't... For that time, though, it very much Oh, is. absolutely it was for the time. And yeah. a lot of... T- on Like, even today... Yeah. Television, the portrayal of uh, ma- the male and female characters... Yeah. It's... It really is, and it's it's sad to say, but I'm loving seeing it. But the way they portray it so seamlessly, like, and they don't, and it's not a negative when Jarvis does this well, stuff, and they don't discuss it. No, it just is. It just it just is what it is. Yeah, and um, she's such a trooper having her leg stitched up like that. I'm like sitting there going, mm. I know. <sighs> so yeah, and so he he talks to her. He's like, basically, you can't do this by yourself. No. And you uh, can't carry the world on your shoulders. And she says, um, that Steve did. Well Captain but America. Steve had you. Aww. And the, he, you know, he, he had a whole team. He had the Halloween. He did. Commandos. He had Bucky. He, he had, had Colonel Phillips. Dum Dum. You know, he had all the guys. Dum Dum? Yeah, Dum Dum Dugan. Dum Dum Dugan. Okay, I was, I was like, It sounds weird right? when you just say Dum Dum without the Dugan. Because <laughs> it makes me think of Night at the Museum. Give me gum gum. Dum dum. Dum dum. Yeah. And so, um, you know, he tells her that, you know, basically you have to let other people help you. You cannot do this by yourself, which is the gist of that. And it's like, mm-hmm. And then he looks down and he's got his hand inappropriately on yeah. her leg. And, and they're like, saying, I'm so sorry. Jarvis is so proper. He really is. It's yeah. adorable. It is. But we still don't have any hint of the conversation from the end of last episode. No. Nothing. No, that she's perfect and she won't suspect. Yeah, we're we're only going to get eight episodes here. I know. This is the end of the second episode. And I'm like, I want to know stuff. And so um, the next day, Peggy goes to the automat and she does um, offer, she, or, um, she accepts Angie's offer of... Helping her get into this. Helping her get into the Griffith. Well, yeah. Well, what the Griffith is, uh, is it's a women's home. It's where a bunch of women, yeah. single young single women. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a dorm room. Kind of, yeah. It reminds me a lot, although I've never lived in a dorm room. It's my I, idea of what a dorm room would be like. Yeah, in a lot of ways, because um, she has to be interviewed by the owner, Miriam. And um, so she has to... She wants to make sure that all the women are um, of a certain caliber in her establishment. Whatever. And so uh, Peggy tells her that she's like, um, she says that she works at the phone company, but only until she, she can gets get married. married. And that's exactly what somebody that's like Miriam wants, wants to, to hear. hear. Yeah. And so uh, she says that all her girls have to follow her rules. And Peggy's like, that won't be a problem. And I'm like, yes, it is. 
no men above the first floor. No men above the first floor. Non-negotiable. And I'm like, right there, I'm watching it going, yep, something's going to happen. Yeah. And his name is Howard. Because let's face it. Oh, it's I know. Howard. Yeah, it's going to be Howard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Peggy goes back to the SSR. And uh, she finds she finds the boys looking over the uh, pictures from the club. Oh, my God. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And they're like, that's it. That's it right there. That's the money shot. And you just know. That it's Peggy. That they've seen. And uh, it turns out it's it's her shoulder. It's like her back and shoulder. Well, and they flip it around. And, uh, well, they're like, when they're talking about that's the money shot, they flip around. Is that Joe DiMaggio? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right there. And she's like, well, I don't follow boxing. And they're like, oh, my god. And gosh. apparently they, were ha- they had bets they on had whether bets or not she would know. Yeah. But not about the picture, but whether or not she would recognize. She would know who Joe jo DiMaggio is, yeah. Because he was a baseball player. Yes, he was. He was Marilyn Monroe's husband, too. Yes, he was. Yeah, one of them. One of several. He was one of the ones that wanted to fix her. Mm. Make her the little wife. Mm. So, yeah. Which she definitely was not. No. Um, but, yeah, because she walks up thinking that it's, and then she's yeah. so relieved, but she doesn't But we do break. find, But we do find out there are no good shots no of, it's all the of back the of the head yeah because she so. talks to susa yeah yeah because susa you're right susa is the only one that treats her like any kind of an agent oh like a and human even, and even still it's not the way it should be it's still tainted with you're a, you're a woman it is but he's he means he, well but he at least treats her like a human yes yes not it, a nuisance and a not, female human yeah but and so um they're like oh well we'll get her eventually i'm just like Mm-mm. yeah well and so our last shot is um krasminski playing with uh the big ball o metal that <laughs> he was given to play with and he is able to get out the uh the bumper that got torn off oh, no. um from from jarvis's car and it's got a license plate Uh-oh. so yeah and of course it's stark's license plate right it's going to trace back to him. So, okay. I wanted okay. to talk about uh, okay. Sousa and Thompson. Okay. Very, very different men. Yes. Even got different hair color. Yes. So, what you we... You can ship them if you want to. I don't, though, okay. because Thompson, but you can. Thompson's a trash can and I don't like him. Okay. So, we find out in Winter Soldier that um, when Steve goes to the Smithsonian to look at his exhibit, um, which, how weird is that, um, they show... Well, he, they show it's a, curiosity. Yeah. They show a video of Peggy, um, I want to say it's in the 50s, um, and she talks about how Captain America is responsible for saving her husband's life. Well, yeah, he saved X amount of people, including her husband, yeah. Yes. So, I've seen online, um, this was more when it aired than anything, people are hypothesizing we might have already met Peggy's husband. And I would just like to state for the record that it is absolutely not Thompson- and I know this because Thompson was in the Pacific Theater. They mentioned uh, in the first episode, Seuss said something like, "Yeah, I heard it. He got his uh, he got his personality shot off in Iwo Jima." Yes, yes. And so I was like, "Yes." So because it was Cap not was Tom- only Cap was oh, only in the European look at you theater. You and your meta. But we don't. You're so meta. We don't know where Sousa was because my money's on Sousa being her husband. Yeah, yeah. It's he's the obvious choice. He is. But I don't know. So I don't know. That's but that's my theory. But there's never been any any reference to who she married other than just Agent Carter's husband. No name, no nothing. Nothing. Because I scoured. Yeah. Trying to find out who she was married to, and yep. there's nothing. The biggest clue we have is that he was in the European theater because she says Steve ended up saving his my husband's life. Yes. Which he saved lots of lives. He's so all over be. Europe. <laughs> so many people. So yeah. So she's gonna marry Angie anyway. Well, that's true. She's just gonna have a beard. Uh everybody ships uh well, not everybody, but a lot of people ship, including myself, um, Angie and uh Peggy together. Well, even Haley does. I know. You've Car- seen their interviews? Haley and um what is her name? I don't remember her real name. Uh, but the actress that plays Angie. I'll find out. Um, but yeah, the ship is called Cardinelli. <laughs> Yes. It's awesome. But yeah, like they like 
they ship it too. They 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 know good and damn well that there are people that want them together. What was it? I saw it was a, it was an interview, and they're sitting up on a, a stage or a platform or something, and they're sitting in like director chairs, mm-hmm. and uh, they ask them something about a shipping question, and Haley's sitting over there pointing between the two of them, going between the, who do you who do you think Agent Carter is most likely in a relation? And she's pointing. It was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. So now they're now they're living next door to each other. So I'm a happy bunny. Mm-hmm. So I just, I love this show so freaking much. It's a great show. Oh, shit. I'm looking. That's, that's <laughs> Lindsay Fonseca. Okay. I love her. Is her name. I think she's doing an awesome job with Angie. Oh, I adore her. What is she? Let's, what has she been in? It's really rare that they've, because this is, you can oh, almost. she's in Grandfathered? Oh, oh bless wow. her heart. <laughs> you can almost think. That this is kind of a spinoff, if you look at it like that. She was in How I Met Your... She's the daughter of How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, she's been acting for a long time, because she was a kid when that was first filmed. Mm-hmm. Um, she was in Desperate Housewives. Oh, bless her heart. She's been in all kinds of stuff. Big love. And so, um, this is... This she's is in House. Almost like a spinoff, because we, we saw Peggy in captain america yes and we knew those characters yes so i think they did an admirable job getting me on board with all these new people because you know oh, yeah. me, i don't like new stuff in a lot of circumstances but we already knew a lot of things yeah we already knew who Haley. we already knew Haley herself yeah um we already knew howard stark yeah um and who he was and what he was about and because the investigation centers around howard stark it feels very familiar yeah so but yet you also easy. get all these new people in, and I'm okay with like I, I'm I'm on board with this. Yeah. So yeah, I really Jarvis I, was I was it was questionable. I know because I was like, how are they going to do this in I was a way? Like, no, that, it felt yeah. like a betrayal of of Paul Bettany. But my God, he's great at it. Yeah, yeah, love it. I can just I want to see more now, and I know Haley's made comments that she would love to do um, to follow Peggy through the uh different time periods mm-hmm. see her in the 50s see her in the 60s yes. see her in the 70s and um because she's still alive yeah exactly she's still she's still alive and so like they could do a few because they're they're they could do season at, at 1946 and then do a season in 1950 something and yeah. do a season in 1960 something you're gonna run out of time that's kind of what she wants and so i would love to see this jarvis with baby tony mm. Mm-hmm. I would probably cry all the tears, though. So many tears. Because he yeah. would have had to have been born in... How old is Tony Stark? He would have had to have been born 60s? Yeah, Late like 60s, that. Late early 60s. 70s? Yeah, because yeah, he's, he's got to be in his 40s. Yeah. So that would put him in late 60s, early 70s. Yeah. Because I was born in early 70s, so... Yeah. So... I would love to see that. So we'll Good have work. to keep an eye out for not only Peggy's husband, but um, Maria Howard. Stark as well. Yes. So if anybody gets introduced as Maria. Yeah, but if they introduce her as a character, the actress. Yeah. She's going to have to be somebody that they're willing to use. A lot. Beyond. Yeah. Because once you sign up with Marvel. Whereas, I mean, I know some, there's several of the pictures with uh, Tony and his dad, which are actually Robert Downey Jr. and his father. Right. Which right. were great pictures. Um, so, yeah, the, the actor who's played Howard Stark has changed. Three times. Several times. Yeah. And, and I'm not talking about, like, young, like, Dominic Cooper, because yeah. he's young. Yeah. Howard Stark. But, yeah, he's changed we've a had few two, We've had two or three different ones, I think. But such a peripheral character like that you could do, I guess. Yeah. So maybe his wife, they might. I don't know. Yeah, depending on how old she gets. So it'll be interesting if we if we actually get to see Howard and Maria meet. It would be interesting, or at least hear him if just talk about her. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm I'm super jazzed to see more. I, I really I'm ex- very excited to see more. I can't believe we're only getting eight. Yeah, I know. <sighs> but we've already seen Peggy kick ass like a bunch of times, so much, and, and get great. stitched up. So I'm happy about that. I yeah. guess. Yeah, she's badass. <laughs> She's just that badass. So, so, uh, so guys, remember, let us know um, if you have any feedback, because knowing we're going to be doing the whole first season before season two starts. Yes, we will get it done in time. Yeah. Oh, and I did want to um, add a note that um, 
Initially, uh, it was supposed to premiere on January 5th. Yes. And it got pushed back to the 19th. Yes. And there were there were no shenanigans involved. It was purely that um, on the 12th, there was going to be uh, a State of the Union address. And so they and they wanted to air the episodes continuously. No hiatus. Right. So they pushed the whole thing back. They didn't want to do one episode, have a week off, and then do the rest of the nine episodes. So it is coming back on the 19th of January. I can see the logic in that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm cool yeah. with that. Plus, and it if, gives us a little bit more of a break. Yeah, and if we if we get a preview cast, if we do a preview cast, we can bring yeah. that back up. Yeah. So, that's all I have. That's all I have. All right. Thank you for listening, guys. Thanks, guys.